Welcome to Just One Drink, the podcast that takes a deeper dive on housewives and real lives. From cocktails with old friends to coffee with new ones, this show promises to give you more than just the Bravo buzz. So pour yourself something to sip on and settle in for Just One Drink. Hello, and welcome to the Just One Drink podcast, episode two. I'm joined by resident chief Bravo correspondent, Ilona. We have a fun show on the horizon. This week, we're talking about Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo, if you know, you know. And there is no shortage of content to explore. We just got the release of Salt Lake City season four, and wow, what an intro. I hope you're drinking something good today, like if it's coffee or tea, that's fine, but we really need something a little stronger to dive into Salt Lake, right? Right, definitely. So many things to unpack with the first episode, but we have a lot of other things going on. This week, we not only saw Salt Lake City's uh, premiere, but we got a fresh new Roni with some pot stirring. We have the Atlanta Housewives reunion part one, And what's going on with Orange County? I'm not paying attention, but the last episode really felt like a good place to end. And the mess continues. The mess continues is right. Uh, What also continues is Gina's confessional looks. I mean, it's giving me anxiety. It's like Jersey and Orange County combined to create something that has never been (laughs) seen before. But I did like seeing Heather and Terry Dubrow celebrating the sale of their house, 55 million. That's a big deal. And honestly, it felt like a genuine moment. That was a sweet moment between the Dubrows. But Emily is stealing the show for me. I was laughing out loud at her saying, I'm surprised we didn't get branded when we got here. Okay, that was pretty hilarious, I'll admit. Guys, according to the blogs, we may have a possible cast reboot. Roni might be wrapping up with only 10 episodes. I need a fact checker on that. Checking. (laughs) Southern Charm season nine is launching in a couple weeks and Salt Lake City is already heated. Let's do this. We're just going to jump right in. Ilona, talk to me about Salt Lake City. I mean, what can I say? Typical first episode with the flash forward to Heather in a frenzy. End scene. Now we get to watch all the events that lead up to that. And of course, the first episode, they all have to make peace. We see that with Heather and Whitney and Meredith and Lisa. There was one finally refreshing moment from Lisa. We see her being vulnerable about motherhood. She's finally giving us a glimpse of something real. Not that perfect image she loves to portray. We need more of those moments. Normalize these big milestones, ladies. Use your platform. Let the audience see the real struggles. However, that scene did not last very long. Mm -hmm. As soon as John starts to weigh in, (laughs) Lisa gets a call. Lisa, my friend, slow down and make time for your loved ones to be seen and heard. Such a great point. And I felt the same way. But really, everyone is bringing it right out the gate. I think Monica is going for the jugular, kicking off her Housewives debut with a bang. The comment, and I'll quote, all their dark secrets are very heavy on my mind. Chilling, pardon the pun. (laughs) I think she's positioning herself for a second season, but she's chosen a very rocky strategy. When you're the bone collector, you usually end up on everyone's bad side. Delivery, timing, and accuracy will be the differentiator. One word, 
messy. And the rest of the cast isn't any better. Mm. It's so dry. Angie talking about her handbag. <laughs> Meredith and Whitney fighting about tubs. Honestly, if this is the show, I may just have it playing in the background. Ooh, ouch. This is Ilona <laughs> saying that, by the way. I actually thought the scene with Angie was um, was cringy. I mean, talking about the chinchilla or mink uh, a fur handbag, I don't really know what Angie brings to the table. She feels inorganic. Uh, but let's talk about Heather. I'm worried. She's walking the ledge, if you ask me. Hmm, do tell. You know, she's falling into some classic housewife territory. She's three seasons in. She releases a book. She goes and buys a bigger house. She opens a second location of her business. And as far as we can tell, her storyline continues to hinge on the drama of her castmates. The first two seasons, she was Jen's punching bag. Literally. I mean, the black eye has yet to be allocated ownership, right? Last season, she was reeling about Jen's court case and fighting some baseless fight with her cousin. Not a whole lot to chew on now that Jen is behind bars and Whitney seems to have her own axe to grind. Um, she, she's doubling down on her expenses, but no one is guaranteed another season. Great point. The first episode is also not a good indicator of what's to come. Just the endless back and forth of she says, she said. These ladies are not friends and where's the chemistry? They have one mission. Who will bring the drama and get one more season? Ooh, okay. That with that, I think we should play a quick game of rapid fire. Okay, I'm ready. Do you think Mary is a good addition? Yes, she's a good distraction from all the stale drama. <laughs> okay. What does she gain from coming back? Entertainment. I think she's bored and wants to have fun. Ooh, good point. Um, well, on the one hand, she has these hilarious takes and one-liners, right? In all aspects of entertainment, she's a good housewife. And on the other hand? On the other hand, she's nutty. <laughs> and how about these texts she sent to Lisa? <laughs> Ooh, the texts, exactly. Pure comedy. She has illusions of grandeur. She's not afraid to rage text. And she's <laughs> usually completely off base. It doesn't hurt that her backstory includes being married to her step-grandfather. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's move on to Roni. Let's okay. move on. Perfect. How do you feel about Aaron's role in the Not Flying Coach saga? Hmm. questionable. She orchestrates a perfect scenario where she makes Jenna sue for <laughs> TLC after her surgery. They cozy into bed and start chatting like old friends. Jenna's feeling comfortable and reveals the reasons why she's going ahead of the cast. In a perfect world, Arian would have kept this information to herself, but she's on the clock. And she's showing up for the assignment. <laughs> okay, that was a surprising uh, twist considering Erin is so level-headed. She went right into some Tamara Judge territory with that one. Uh, yes, but with much more poison elegance. Well said. So is, uh, is it really a big deal that Jenna wanted to fly in early and first class? Well, yes. This is a cast trip. And really, they should be traveling together for the content for the show. That's why she may just return as a friend next season. It's hard for her to abide by and be a part of group settings. Don't forget about the Hamptons. Yeah, that's right. The Hamptons. She left Aaron's house early to go or she left Aaron's house to go sleep in her own 
uh, house, which I guess there's a running theme here, but I'm okay with that. She's 55. (laughs) She ran a global company. She has the reason and the means, so fly in early. I don't think girls trips in your 30s, 40s, and beyond need to have the same components that they did in our 20s. Let's meet there, let's have a good time, and let's fight over the rooms because that is an ageless matter that I'm passionate about. (laughs) I guess we can fight about over the rooms. (laughs) Okay, do you still love Erin? Oh yes, still a favorite. Okay, do you think she was stirring the pot to move the storyline? Definitely, without a doubt. I feel like it's also a way to get out of the heat Mm. after her dramatic walk-off. Okay, would the show be boring without Jenna? She's the only one they take issue with that seems to stick. All the other snafus clear up pretty quickly. Yes, but not for those reasons. She is so unique and relatable. Thank you, Jenna, for not making it seem like you woke up and have the perfect glow in the middle of winter. (laughs) The middle of winter, right. Um, Great point. On that note, uh, I have a segment I'd like to solidify, and I'm calling it Acceptable versus Unacceptable. Oh, boy. I need 60 seconds to air out some of my problems. Okay, you only need 60 seconds? I mean, that's as long as I'm willing to take since this is kind of a test run, but um, just tell me if you're ready. Okay, go. (laughs) (laughs) Things I will accept. Jenna saying, I asked a friend of mine to provide these things and I intentionally did that to introduce you to these brands. Fine. I'm okay with it. She just admitted she's marketing the products. Let's move on. Jenna saying she doesn't want to fly coach. Who the fuck does? This woman is 55 years old and ran a global company. She could fly in early on a unicorn if she wants to. Things I won't allow. Sai accusing Jenna of marketing. Girl, you better stop. Sai's career and character on the show is based on marketing. Let's not do this, Sai. Moving on to Atlanta. Drew, I'm not allowing you to come back to the show. You have a full-blown disaster on your hands. Cut your losses with reality TV, fix your home, and focus on your acting career. You're too talented to get dragged publicly through a divorce. Things I will allow. Sheree, you deserve a spinoff. Andy, it's time. Between She by Sheree and Watch Me Date These Dumb Dudes, copyright Kenya Moore, this lady deserves some additional airtime. She's 53, she still turns heads, and she's the champ of one-liners. And who else gonna check me, boo? Oh my gosh, not I. Okay, that was something. I'm not sure where we go from here. Was that enough? Did I give you enough for one day? Yes. Okay, I just really needed to get that off my chest. Clearly. Okay. Um, I'm hoping truly that Drew hears this because her life has really taken a turn. And I've always said these women are two different people. On the one side, they're human beings trying to live a life uh, and trying to be normal. On the other side, they're characters on a show. They wouldn't have a job or be invited back next season if they don't have a great storyline. So the drama is really a double-edged sword for them. You're not wrong about all of that. I'll also love to see Drew in a better place. I guess time and the next two episodes will tell. Uh, And I cannot wait to see the next two episodes. But unfortunately, I've hit the bottom of my glass and we've reached the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening and for all the social love. Stay tuned for episode three coming in hot next week. We've got some great content in store for you. If you've been drinking and listening, no driving. Mom, if you tuned in today, I'm sorry I said the F word. Andy, if you're listening, we're available to bartend 
anytime. Have a great one, everybody, and we can't wait to do this again real soon. Thank you for listening to the Just One Drink podcast. If you've had a drink, no driving. And if you're driving, absolutely no drinking. Unless it's coffee or water or anything non-alcoholic, really, you get the point. Like I was saying, thank you for tuning in and let's do this again real soon. For more episodes, listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow along in real time on Instagram or watch the recorded episodes on YouTube by searching Just One Drink Podcast.